Parenting with Purpose is a longtime partner of Mount Olivet, and they work with families where one of the parents usually is experiencing incarceration, and they provide mentoring and a variety of other services. And so we're first going to hear from Ron Syme, um, reflecting on his experience as a volunteer with PWP, and then from Paul and Laurie Slack. Thank you, Ron. Good morning. See if I need these. Uh, I was introduced, uh, you might say called, uh, to Parenting with Purpose by uh, Paul Strong and Wayne Wilson at Mount Olivet's Monday Morning Bible Study about 16 years ago. My early involvement consisted of giving children rides to uh, visit their mothers at the women's prison in Shakopee. Uh, it wasn't long before I was also driving kids to PWP's monthly overcomers Bible studies uh, on Saturday mornings. And for the past 10 years, I've mentored two boys, the first for a couple years, and I'm currently going on nine years uh, with Travis, who's now 16 years old and rapidly becoming a young man. I've learned a lot, uh, both about myself and about these young people. And I'd like to share just a little bit of that with you. They typically live in uncertain and uh, what may even be described as unstable or fragile environments. And a few things in their environments are more fragile than trust and hope. These kids who often feel deserted by the most important people in their lives don't readily trust in a complete stranger, uh, especially one with whom they feel they have little in common. And they struggle understanding not only the meaning of hope, but that hope is a choice. One way their lack of trust manifests itself is through lack of accountability, such as last-minute cancellations, no-shows, that kind of thing. Uh, at such times, I can choose to listen to my ego, which tells me I have better things to do with my time, or I can choose to listen to Jesus, who tells me to be faithful to my calling. <clears throat> I've come to understand that by choosing to be faithful to these kids and to demonstrate faith in them, my faith is rewarded with greater trust and accountability. But more importantly, however, I see, I've seen evidence that uh, we as volunteers, speaking, I see Rods here today and there's a few others at Mount Olivet that are pretty involved as well, that we're also helping these young people identify reasons to choose hope and to have faith in that hope. I've, I've become convinced that hope is a more powerful incentive to make good choices than is fear of the consequences of making bad choices, just as the gospel is a more effective force for good than is fear of the law. So helping someone discover hope may be the most important thing I can do. Thank you. Thank you, Ron. Thank you for having us. We're honored to be here today. How are you doing? Oh, were you supposed to introduce us? Oh, no. Oh, he needs a microphone. No. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to do most of the talking here, and then in the forum, you get to hear from Paul. He might piggyback off me today. But he's an awesome speaker if you've ever heard him, so please come join us after. <laughs> he's amazing, and those of you who have heard him know that. 
Well, we were asked to share a story that we can't stop thinking about, and so I'm here to do that today. When I think about parenting with purpose and the call to help build strong families affected by incarceration, I naturally think about the children and the youth who have had no choice in the circumstances that life has brought them. The statistics stacked up against them are unimaginable for people like you and I. We don't think about this every, well, we think about this every day, but most people don't think about this every day. And Pastor Beth, when she was sharing that list, it just really touched my heart because that's exactly what happens to the families and especially the children that we work with. They're told the following, you will end up just like, you will never, you can't, you aren't, I didn't expect that to happen. Oh, sorry. Hmm. But we at PWP believe in the all-powerful grace of God who says this in 1 John 5, for everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? That's what we base our organization ministry on and we seek to help every child youth every parent to do the same a person story that stands out when I think about an overcomer as first John talks about is a young lady who has been with PWP for nine years she has grown up with her grandparents for most of her life her dad has been in and out of prison and via his request over nine years ago, we were blessed to have her and her siblings join PWP's Mentoring for Life Change program. When we met Julia, and Julia is her name, there is no other name, it's Julia. I'm referring to your list of names. Yes, when we met Julia, she was quiet and a little hesitant as most children are when they join our program. She and her siblings attended Overcomers, which is our regular monthly meeting, regularly. As of today, this is what is happening with Julia. And if you want, afterwards, there are brochures out there that talks in detail about Julia. She is a senior in high school. She is an honor student with a 3.6 GPA. She drives, and she got her license thanks to her mentor's husband, Rod. Raise your hand who has been very involved in her and her siblings' lives. And as of just recently, her brother also got his driver's license, thanks to Rod. She has two jobs. She is, she, so she attends high school and she holds two jobs. She is also a mentor to a 10-year-old girl in an internship program she's involved in. Julia's mentor, Judy, shared that Julia is the most generous, selfless person she has ever met. During the time Judy, her mentor, was a teacher, Julia would help her in the classroom when she had a day off of school. And this has inspired her to become a teacher. Julia also has been accepted to a couple universities and one of her first choice, University of Minnesota. And so I would like Julia to stand just so we can recognize you as the overcomer that you are. So let's give a hand for Julia. Thank you, thank you. 
And Julia will be here in between services and for a little bit of the next service if you want to chat with her. I'm not going to put her on the spot and put her up here. But um, that's, those are the stories I think of when I think of Parenting with Purpose because all the odds really are against these children. And they are, children of incarcerated parents are highly likely to end up in the same situation. At PWP, we intervene. We have mentors who are amazing. And that is how the intervention helps, is to define what Julia has become and will continue to become. So thank you. I'm sure he has something to yes. say. I wasn't going to say anything, but uh, <laughs> Pastor Beth uh, really summarized our life. Uh, I tell people they go to work from nine to five and they're done. We work 24 seven PWP. We get calls all the time. And when you hear stories like that, you can't go to sleep. Uh, Rod and Ms. Matson, would you please stand up? These people, uh, uh, these people, they are not people, they are my family. And when you talk about giving other people mercy, they demonstrate that, not only to Julia, but to her extended family. And I couldn't not say anything without introducing those two angels that was called to be a part of Julia's life. And I thank you for having us here. Yes. Never give me a mic. <laughs> <laughs> thank you.